Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You ask me right now, then I know people aren't going to take it seriously because I'm a 49ers fan, but both teams healthy in San Francisco and Philly or whatever don't matter. The Niners, the Niners have shown when they're healthy, nobody's close. Nobody's close. <clears throat> They, nobody comes close to them when they have their team. And I think that's what it comes down to. They, they can lose those guys in the first quarter again next week. Football is football. And you got to go out there and play. Nobody is, is, is guaranteed full health. But I look at these teams when everybody's right. That's how I always look at it. If everybody's right, who's the best team? When everybody's right, I think the 49ers – are clearly the best but team. But that's not how football works. That's not how any sport works. Or well, it might. Rarely, I mean, we don't. It, it rarely works like that. Uh, the majority of the time, especially, it does work. Well, especially week thirteen. Like you might have available, but they might not be healthy. The more the majority of the time, teams are healthy. Okay. You think this Eagles thing? You think it's they're legit ten and one close to that? You think the closest to what Steelers were when they went eleven and zero or whatever it was a few years ago? I think there's somewhere in between, and this is a deep That's pool. That's insane. This is a deep pool. I think there's somewhere in between because uh, Niners fans used to think this way about Seattle when Russell Wilson and you know they were doing. All, they used to they used to you know games uh, out of nowhere and win. They had some well, blowouts too, but there was some the Broncos like, cause, well, man. Oops. Man, well, it was a, one, it was, one of us picked them to go was, to the playoffs. Don't do that. Yeah, you man, wrote, you wrote that. It doesn't even matter though. You wrote them off. <laughs> it does. No, no, no. Preseason in writing. I had Pulling up the notes app right now. <laughs> but um, uh, I think this Eagles team is somewhere in between those Seahawks teams and that Steelers team that went thirteen and zero. Yeah, I'm Steelers team. We all the, thought was completely fraudulent. I don't think the Eagles are fraudulent at all. I think they're they a good can't team. be fraudulent. They were literally in the Super Bowl last year. I'm, I'm more year out. I think Damon with the Eagles. I think they're 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 on the wrong tier right now. They're definitive, definitively the best team in the NFL right now. And that that's the that's the beauty of this that that can change on Sunday. It doesn't mean well because they have two losses and the 49ers have three that the Eagles are just that much better to today. Right now, the Philadelphia Eagles are better than any team in football. Jesse, you picked you picked the Eagles to beat the Niners this week. Yeah, it's it's in Philly. It's in Philly. They all go Eagles. I think they're the best team in football right now. Okay. And and but so so 
You can't say what you just said and not know where to go. Sure I can. <laughs> no, you can't. Yes, they can't can. be definitively the best team in football and you're not sure if they're going to win on that Sunday. That doesn't mean they're the, – the, 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 one, they're not going Going up against, against the other the, – the number two team, basically. No, sure it does. Sure I can. Sure I can. Because it's it's game to game. I'm not saying that the, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be the best team in football the rest of the year. That's not what I'm doing. I'm asking. I'm, I'm talking about right on Sunday. Now, I ain't talking about the rest of the year. Yeah, on Sunday, I – I think the 49ers decided yet. The 49ers re-entered that conversation with a win, though. That those three losses in a row did take yeah, them that, out. Yeah, absolutely. They can re-enter the conversation it, with the win this week. But we talk about we talk about the the caveats and everything. They'll point to the fact of we were down three of our best players, two of our best players. That's football. Okay. They still lost three in a row. I can't change I, that. No, nobody's going to change that. You can't change that. I'm just telling you, they're looking at this situation as. The reason why we lost is because we didn't have our players, not because we're not the best team in football. Okay, that's 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 perfectly and here, fine. It, 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 and, and and none of this none of this matters. What I think going into Sunday doesn't matter. What you think, what just, none of it matters because the best team in Week Thirteen means nothing. This and that's it means that's, absolutely that's nothing. The point of all this, this is a lot of fun. This is fun. This is going to be a fun game on Sunday. I, I don't want to say I don't care because I do want them to beat the Eagles. But they got to play the Eagles twice. I don't want them to win now or in January. And that's, in January. So that's, that's interesting. All that matters. Because what my gut tells me is is amped up, is the and I do believe the 49ers are going to be amped up for this because of the way that the NFC Championship game ended. It's tough for me to imagine the Eagles getting them again. That's where they, that's where I'm struggling a little bit is like they're gonna get them again, and they're just gonna shut all of that Brock Purdy noise up because what I envision, like the 49ers get this, that Brock Purdy NFC Championship noise gets screaming loud, and it sets up for the the rubber match when when the time comes. And and even with even with all that, like. I look at the. I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun this week, and if the Niners win on Sunday, I'm gonna have fun on Monday. Mm-hmm. We gonna have, I'm gonna have a good old time, but it don't it don't matter like that. Like this is this is this season for the 49ers is all about winning a Super Bowl. It's all about winning. The buy a Super doesn't Bowl. matter to you. I want it. I want it, but. You, win those, you still need you some get, help, even if you get this game. Yeah, you, you still, still need you some still help. You still need some help, and you probably have to be perfect the rest of the way. And I think the Cowboys are actually going to beat the Eagles regardless the following week. I think the Cowboys will get them. Um, so where does that put Dallas in the conversation for one then? Because if if if, if every if, if, if those three teams are sitting well, they've got three four losses, losses right? No. So, the Cowboys? Yeah, they got three. Cowboys got three. Hmm. Well, they don't have. They'd have to. The Niners would have to lose. They like they need. They need another Niners. Loss. So the night. So so a, a three way tie, tie would put the Niners. Oh yeah, because they played this year. Yeah, a three way tie tie would put the Niners at one. Okay. Yeah, and I think the Niners. And then and, and then that, that wouldn't even put Philadelphia. That put Philadelphia like five. Yeah, because well, depending the on second how the tiebreakers. place in the NFC East would be four. Right. Regardless. Okay. Um, and I, they had a weird situation a couple years ago with the tiebreakers with the when the Niners were trying to get in, where like remember I was talking about it didn't 
it wasn't fair because the Niners were one no, and be one. Five. Wouldn't they be five? Or excuse me, they'd be five, the first wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Because the four division leaders. Mm-hmm. You're right. Uh, they'd be Shout out to card. Detroit. We're just ignoring the fact that they've got three losses on the season. Oh, well, like you, lose to the, you lose to the Packers in that moment, you get ignored. Well, like, that was some real happens. Detroit stuff right there. They still got three losses on the season, though, and if – and they got a weak schedule too. But if they, this shakes out the way you just laid out, that this is a conversation now with four teams with three losses. How if the Niners, Philly, San Francisco, and Dallas, Dallas, and the and Lions, Detroit. But the Lions, they if the Niners went out, they can't catch them. That's what, all, well. That's what I'm. But that, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. fi, like the 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 Forty Niners would probably have to be perfect. Yeah, the rest of the sure. way, for sure, for sure, for sure. I don't, I don't think four losses. It's almost like the season. first season, the first team that slips is out yeah. of it. I, I don't, yeah, I don't think four losses getting you that one seed. But I say all that to say, like, like I, the only thing that matters is is winning that championship. It's the only thing that matters, and and if you lose, you winning the championship isn't out of the realm of possibility. No, it's if you not. win, it don't get you no championship. I've I've lived through moments. High school, number one team in the city, basketball. Number one was Jesuit. Number two was us. We beat Jesuit at McClatchy at the Lions Den in a regular Metro League game. Our season ended because of a loss to Jesuit in the semifinals at UOP. You think that game in January meant anything in that game? No. Only a matter was that playoff game. Sounds like you're over it, too. Never forget it. So so say, say 49ers lose against the Eagles and all that. Going off of how you feel about the 49ers, they're still level with the Eagles, not measuring stick game or anything like that. You'll still feel feel good about them? Uh, yeah, I'd still feel good. There's messages that can be sent, you know, here in, in these games. For sure, I, I for sure believe that. Like, you can send a message either way. Eagles can send a message saying, hey, you think – just because you didn't have your quarterback, that you're on our level, they beat them. You're not on our level. You can absolutely send that message. Niners, you win that game. You say, hey, the reason why you got us last year is because we didn't have our quarterback. We're a hole right now. You can't see us. Messages can be sent. But at the end of the day, I think these two teams are going to have to see each other somewhere, <laughs> whether it's San Francisco or Philadelphia, somewhere with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And that's the only game that's going to matter. Even then, messages m- messages won't even matter at that point. Because all you got to do is win one game. And you're, I'm, I'm 100% with you. But that's not the conversation today. The conversation is right now, who's the best team in football? The 49ers. Okay. I think it's Philadelphia. Philadelphia has one hiccup on their record, and the 49ers have a three-game losing streak. Vegas tells you the 49ers are better. Three points. It's up to three? It's two and I a saw, half, I think, two, two and a half now? It started at I, one. It was at one. Yeah, I saw three. At one. But... I think it's at two and a half now. Jeez. I think it went to two and a half. I don't know what. I don't know how it jumped a point and a half overnight, or maybe that, it jumped as high as three. Is that, that's a bunch of people both that's putting their money on betting. Philly, right? Yeah. I you're asking the or no guy. it would be where's Trista the Niners yeah. I think we actually have a betting question <laughs> Trista's nowhere to be found uh, we'll come back we'll talk more uh, football boy the Patriots and Giants 
That was a game that was barely seen on the Red Zone channel. Mm. We'll come back uh, much more uh, to talk about. James Ham will join us in the final hour of the show as well. Stealing with KC brought to you by Sky River Casino. You're the Sacramento sports leader, ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Telling Kenny before the show, I took advantage of a ton of Black Friday deals and haven't bought a single person a gift yet. <laughs> it bees like that. The killer was when I went to honor the gift for their annual sale. Mm. The I was like, yo, this be fire for the T-Pain Flow Rider concert. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't on sale. Mm. I got that for Reading. It's like Black Friday night or uh, Black Family night. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said you, you said in, it's, in it's, it's ready. It's ready. Uh, yeah, it's ready. Um, I got I got something controversial in this. I, I admit it's controversial. Mm-hmm. And knowing, knowing Dame, I don't think he's going to like it. Oh, good. I don't think he's going to. Jesse, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's going to like it. The tush push. Yesterday. Weird lead in. But I was watching. <laughs> I was watching the 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 Bills Eagles game, and it was like fourth and one, maybe fourth and less than one. They were in the tush push formation, and one of the Bills guys goes off sides and kind of just bulldozers over the offensive lineman. I think that might be my strategy. They're not going to stop. So try it. to time it. Not even it- that. They're too comfortable doing the tush push. And there was another one that I saw on the goal line where they didn't do that. Because after I saw him do that, I was like, hmm. They got the encroachment, first down Eagles. Whole thing is, you're not going to stop it. They've got the whole thing with the, you know, they can push Jalen Hurts and do all this other stuff. You're not going to stop it. And they had another one on the goal line that they did. And this time the Bills didn't do anything. I might just go encroachment and 
this this is where it's controversial because I'm serious. Like this is where I, at the end of the day, I wouldn't do it. But Devontae Smith out there, trying. You want to be a blocker? I would run right through him. I. All right. Do you just you want to line up that way? It's unstoppable. At the very least, I got to make you think about getting in this formation because right now they're just free. They're just ah, we'll get in the tush push. We'll put two guys behind Jalen Hurts, push through. Nobody's stopping it. That offensive line, Devontae, they're gonna have to take him out the game. Then somebody not like knock him out the game, but like somebody else gonna be a receiver on that tush push. You're not gonna. Uh, you're just going to leave Devontae Smith there free for nothing to happen? I would run through them and get an encroachment. And especially when you talk about on the goal line because you can't score a touchdown from that. I just keep doing it. So you're talking about purposely hitting them when they're not set. They're set. Just take the encroachment. I, I see where you're at. I, I see where you're at. <laughs> they're too comfortable doing that that play, and there's nothing you can do about it. You got you to make them feel it. Yeah, they've got to decide, well, we're going to run this twist push, but – Damn, we might get Devontae lit up. Not, we don't need to hurt anyone either, but you oh. need to feel me when I'm and here. That's, and that's where I probably wouldn't do it, like in all actuality, because I don't want nobody getting hurt. I just don't want them to be so comfortable doing that play. I mean, try and, and push that they, ball out too or something. And, yeah, and if they thought – if they had to think about it a little bit, like we could do the tush push, but Devontae's going to be out there and he's going to get lit up on an encroachment call. Let me think about it for a second. Because right now they don't think about it. They just do it. Yeah, I'm not against like the tush push. I don't think they should ban it or anything because these other teams can't run it. I think the, the defenses are at a disadvantage because there's a way they can't line up. Like the way the offense lines up to push you, the defense can't do that, I don't think. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're at right. a disadvantage. Like the, play, right. the way the Eagles run, it's unstoppable. So yeah, I'm with Kenny. I'm not like we're not going to injure people or whatever, but you're going to feel it this time. You're going to have to at least think about if we want to go for the tush push right here because there's a possibility Lane Johnson can get blown up on an encroachment. And those offensive linemen, they got to be one. Yep, we're going to do the tush push. I know I might get lit up right here. Once again, I probably chicken out at the end of the day because I don't want nobody getting hurt, like, blindsided. I, I really don't want that. So I probably wouldn't do it. But I'm just talking to you guys. That did When the Bills guy did that, because that's what it seemed like he did. He's like, we're not going to stop this play. I thought, I'm about to go straight so I, through this line. I saw it differently, and this is how I thought you were presenting it. I thought – they looked at it as like we're going to try to time this. You can't even time it. You can try. Well, it. that's what that's what I mean. Like that's when he got the encroachment. That's what I thought he was trying to do. Was mm-hmm. if we're not going to stop him, I'm going to take my chance at timing this perfectly, mm-hmm. catching him, and being able to stop him that way. Mm-hmm. And then if I don't catch him, or if if I don't time it right, it's a first down anyways. Mm-hmm. Either we sit here and they pick up the first down. Or we take a shot at timing this right and stopping it. Mm-hmm. That's how I took it. That could that could have been his thought. I don't think his thought process was I'm gonna just blow this guy up. I don't think that. Yeah. I think it's more so like what you thought about or what you just talked about. But I came across. I, they're too comfortable running that play. I wonder what makes that play so unstoppable for them. To be honest with you, sometimes what, I, make, what makes it so unstoppable, I think, is a lot of it is Jalen. Yeah, I think a lot. I, th- I think a lot of it is Jalen too. And the thing is, I, like, I know everyone. Like, I don't think we dis- like Jalen could get hurt doing that. Mm-hmm. And we don't. It's kind of like, oh, the tush push. Oh, it's cute. It's got a cute name. And God, this team is so good at it. Like, yeah, okay, until someone steps on Jalen's hand, yeah. trying to get like it, it like. It, 
I get why they do it, especially on the goal line or on a fourth. I don't know. I'd run that play as frequently they do on third and one. Mm-hmm. You're running it on fourth and one or something on the goal. Okay. Mm-hmm. They run it on every and one regardless of the, the yeah. down number. And it's yeah. like I, the, the, there are, there are, you know, some other factors in this that maybe you're just not considering because they haven't happened yet. Yeah. True. But it is it's a it's a play that they just run better than everybody else. I think it starts with Jason Kelsey. Sometimes I feel like that dude's getting a head start on that play too. He's not or whatever. <laughs> but sometimes I'm just saying, sometimes I feel like he's going I don't know. I'm not gonna start anything. And, and and E Eaton says Casey just mad because there's no answer. I mean, I'm not mad about it. I don't like the play, but it's perfectly legal. I'm not bad about it. I'm just thinking about what I would do to stop it because you can't stop with them, with that group, mm-hmm. not with everybody, but with the Eagles, mm-hmm. you can't stop it. So are we just going to concede the touchdown or is there something that you can do? I don't think there's anything that anybody can do in well, the in like once mm-hmm. the ball's hiked to stop them. But what you can do is you can make them think about it a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I got you. I think a lot of this, though, discredits Jalen's role in this. Like Jay, like you just said a second mm-hmm. ago, a big when Jesse asked why is it so effective with Philadelphia, it's Jalen. Mm-hmm. Jalen is the main reason this is, is. It's not the push. It's not the momentum. It's Jalen. Sometimes I do this crowd surfing though on that pile. Like he's not like he's not. It's well, not a normal happens. quarterback sneak. Yeah, like no, that, yeah, that happened. That's where the push comes into play. Mm-hmm. Like that happens with every quarterback sneak, and it's a lot. And, and a lot of it too. Not gonna like this is referees' discretion. No. Now that they know how good Philly is, if it feels like they got because all you need is a fraction, unless you clearly get it, it's a lot of question and you know put into that decision as to whether they got it or not. Yeah, and I think now they're likely to more lean. Oh, it's, it's the Eagles, so they probably got I, it. So I don't first down. I don't like the the idea of, and I do think Jalen has the most to do with it, but I don't like the idea of being able to push somebody forward. No, I understand because the defense can't do that. Yeah. Defense can't do it. Special teams can't do it. The offense is literally the only entity that can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. The other uh, thing about this game, too, is uh, – Isn't it illegal in college? It used to be. Wasn't that the Reggie Bush yeah, play? Yeah, that used, that's when I learned it was illegal. Yeah. I don't know if they, like the NFL, is allowing it now or not, mm. but it definitely used to be illegal. Um, the other aspect of this game on Sunday is I, like much of uh, the rest of the 49er fan base, want Nick Sirianni to go down and go down bad. Can't stand that guy. I'm the opposite of you. I love it. Fan Fans get to talk so much to players and stuff like that. I'm all for coaches and players and, uh, like, talking back to fans and all. You, I love it. You know you know what the issue is, though, Jess? You know what the problem is? It's Sirianni. Sirianni damn near Jason Kidd out here. Mm. Explain. You don't call no plays. You don't call no plays. Matter of fact, he had play calling duty stripped because he was so bad. So he out here. Did just I miss? Like, did I? He a fan just like us, just like Jason Kidd. Did I miss something? The other day he was like last week. I think it was against the Chiefs or something like that. Their most recent game, not yesterday, but yeah. before that, he was like talking smack Chiefs to fans. Game. Yeah, Chiefs game. I guess. Know, going yeah. into the tunnel, but it's just what he does. He, he's oh. he's he's always been there. He gets in the camera, you know, after they score a touchdown. He's a jackass. Didn't he? Didn't he do that? If 
like a couple of years ago, and Jalen was like, "Bro, calm down." Maybe, probably. Yeah, because Jalen knows you ain't doing nothing. Right. <laughs> You're not even doing nothing. You talking all this? Now, if I was an Eagles fan, I'd probably love him. You know, just like you I love uh, Jim Harbaugh. Peter. The Niners and in, with Michigan. Half that guy was crazy. Season. But Sirianni, oh, I can't stand that guy. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he a fan just like us. That's why he be so animated. He like KC if KC was on the sidelines for the Niners. I think it's one of those. If he was your guy, you'd love him. You got to make no guys. calls. He ain't, got, he ain't making no call, no play calls, nothing. You're like, hey, what are we doing? Oh, that's what we're doing. All right, get him, Jalen. All right. You really think Nick Sirianni's Jason Kidd? What does he do? Well, I mean, a lot of coaches don't call offensive plays. He don't even have no input. He has no input into what happens on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> they told or him a Sunday night. The GM told him, stripped all those duties of him. Nick's going up at the podium. All right, guys, so Brian Johnson going to come talk to you guys about the offense now. So, no, I'm just, I'm so talking Nick now. Sirianni just is now. just managing meeting times? <laughs> I'm just pod now. I don't know that. All right, Brian, you're in charge of everyone's food order? Like, what does he do? We're going to have the D coordinator come in at 3.30, and then after that we'll have the safeties coach in there. <laughs> He's a fan just like us. He's watching the game just like us. <laughs> Not even timeouts? Like, he doesn't control anything? <laughs> He's got the guy Nathaniel Hackett had. Um, what was it last year when he was coaching the Broncos? Oh, Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, yeah, I need, I need to be Sirianni. I need to be that dude. All right. <laughs> and then look, at least Jim Harbaugh was Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Nick Sirianni. Where the hell did you even come from? <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, the NFL quarterback, almost went to the Super Bowl. Cheater. Stop. Stop. Do what's what's Michigan's record? Don't do that. Oh, what are we? Twelve and zero? Is it twelve and zero? I, I think, think so. that's right. Twelve and zero. That's impressive. How many? It changed, yeah, matter of fact, because during the game, both teams were eleven and zero, yeah, yeah. and then after the final, it changed to Michigan twelve and zero, Ohio State eleven and one. That's how I remember it. Right. And how many times was your coach suspended? What, Twice. Two, two different times. Yeah. Two. Two. That's right. Two different it's a team times. game, bro. It's yeah, a team game. he's been suspended for six of the twelve wins. It's a team game. Half of the season. Does Michigan need John Har- Jim Harbaugh? Hey man, no, they a, got that a... dude who whines like a baby well, to coach them. He told him he did it for coach too. Yeah, yeah I'm sure they did. All of the film that they uh, had accumulated from you know Where's Waldo over the years. I'm we, sure they were ready. We didn't to need go. we didn't need film to beat that sorry ass Ohio State team. No, don't say that. <laughs> we didn't need film for that one. Don't that's that's one where we didn't send the guy to. Like, don't worry about that. You see that quarterback? He ain't beating us. He ain't beating us, man. We we ain't, we ain't need no film for that. Poor Ryan Day was already <laughs> fired before the game even started. Too. Oh, he looked. He did you see him walking out? Now I don't think been. he's gonna get fired. But he looked like. No, I don't think like he's. The end. I don't think he's getting. Did you fired see him either. walking in the tunnel? Yeah, I think that because he knows the conversation for him losing his job has started now. Mm. Yeah, and I I thought about this. Uh, I thought about this yesterday. You don't have to make the move if you're Ohio State, because if it's a Ryan Day versus Harbaugh problem, and what's it one in three? Yeah, in Ryan Day's tenure, Harbaugh's gone. Yeah. So you wait it out because yeah. obviously Ryan Day is a good coach, but there's something, and I don't even know if there's something about Michigan. As much as there's something about Harbaugh that seems to intimidate the hell out of him. Mm. He looks different. He coaches different. Everything he does Michigan week is different. Even the year that they won, it was different. Mm. It was like, 
It's, it's I, good that they y'all won, but I'll say I'll say this though on uh, in all seriousness on Saturday, I thought Ohio State came to play. I thought they I thought they played. I thought that but was he, a. I thought I thought he had them prepared and everything. I thought I, they, I thought he coached that game, but I feel like they've done that a couple of times this year, where he approaches the game differently. Penn State, mm-hmm. one thing he's really good at, and I'm and I'm trying to think. You just you've said this about somebody. Oh, oh they're the 49ers. You talk about how good the 49ers are when they're playing ahead, mm-hmm. and they have the. Mm-hmm. That's Ohio State. Mm-hmm. When they fall behind, it be it 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 it, it becomes a conversation as to what's going to happen in that game. Mm. And I thought Sunday or Saturday, they score first, they're going to win, and they didn't, and they didn't, <laughs> and it's it's I I think Ryan Day tenses up. Mm. That's honestly what I think. I, could, it is. I, could, I mean, I could believe it. He looks sad walking down that tunnel, though. I would be sad, too, if I wouldn't be able to get no more Air Maxes like they had on. Ooh, them Air Max 90s was fire. He's probably scared to death because he saw 111,000 people <laughs> running down towards him. He's like, yo, I got to get out of here. Hey, at the end of that game, I first guessed it. It didn't really become an issue. It almost did. Fourth and four on the 19, Ohio State 19. I thought Michigan should have went for it. They were up three, and the thought was make kick the field goal, go up six. Mm-hmm. So they have to score a touchdown to beat you. Mm-hmm. You weren't going to lose on a field goal. Mm-hmm. They were like, you go up six, you still lose on a touchdown. Mm-hmm. You're up three, you still lose on a touchdown. The the other side is four yards. And you've kind of been having your way for the much better part of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Four yards and the game is over. I would have went for the four, went for it on fourth and four. Yeah, they didn't. They kicked the field goal. Kind of got you know downfield a little bit. Mm-hmm. It almost got a little scary. I thought they. I want to say dodged a bullet because the odds are probably in their favor. You know by kicking the field goal. But in that situation, I, I probably would have went. They for just it. you look at the play that was completed. They got them down the field. They just had time. Mm. They had time. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when they didn't, you, I mean, and I'm not fault. It's a kid, right? As soon as that pressure was felt, he knew, and that's probably was that's probably was said to him in the huddle. We can't take a sack. Yeah. And instead of, I'm I'm not saying he should have thrown the ball away. He clearly saw something. He just, man, it's <laughs> it's tough when you're trying to lightning rod a ball down the center of the field, mm-hmm. and that's what he did, and. And and shout out to Michigan who just took it right away. So this thing's over. Michigan versus Iowa, Big Ten championship game. They should be in regardless. Man, they should be. Uh, they're. I'll say it again. They're the best team in the country. Mm. They're better than Georgia. In my Since opinion. we're here, did you? Uh, I actually watched. I didn't watch all all that game, but I watched the fourth quarter. That Alabama finish was yo. There was some crazy. Yeah, rivalry week had some had some finishes. There was obviously Bama and and, and Auburn was the peak of it. The Washington uh, what's what's that called? The Apple the Apple Cup. The Apple Cup. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious! And then that you had the trash ass FSU. Ah, uh, it just won't go away. Uh, we, we we might not get to this because we haven't even talked about the Raiders or we haven't uh, even talked about a couple of other things. But l- l- since we're here, I was ask you this question. We could hold this off for a different day. You kind of alluded to it earlier, though. Ohio State, Michigan, everybody was ready for that. Mm. 
and it was a two versus three. You could argue it was a one versus two. Michigan should be the number one team in the country tomorrow, mm-hmm. if there are even rankings tomorrow. I can't, I can't remember the schedule anymore. But they should be the number one team in the country. Was that the last meaningful game of the rivalry? It feels like it. Like, if we're going to 12 or whatever they said the number was, mm-hmm. yesterday's game didn't really mean anything. Right. The stakes will never be that high again. And now it'll be like, when are they going to play in a college football playoff setting? Mm-hmm. Like, and that right. could be, that could wind up being true. I mean, that, you know, it doesn't. A, well, it might not be on a neutral field, but you know, it, it's not going to be the same. Yeah, and like that, 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 it doesn't feel like it now. But you know, Bama and Auburn, those two teams will be up again. Mm-hmm. Like you go through all of these rivalries, and it'll be like, well, they're not gonna. It's not going to be the same anymore. No, college college sports. And I can't – I re- honestly can't remember what my take was because I, I thought they should go to eight. I thought they should go to eight. I thought 12 was too much. But even with eight, like it's it's, it's not – college football is never going to be the same. It's never going to be the same. I liked it exactly how it was. I didn't like the BCS era because I thought that was a little crazy yeah. with the computers. But college football playoff with four uh, teams mm-hmm. – I thought it was perfect for entry. Like nobody, they might as well not even broadcast that little silly uh, show no more, where they unveil the rankings. Yeah, it was. I don't care. No point Twelve through one, Mm-mm. it's never going to be the same. And you're losing a lot of these special days, like we had with Michigan, Ohio State, the Apple Cup. There's never twelve great teams, mm-hmm. and that's why it was always like I think most people stopped at eight, like eight. Eight will work, and eight will also give you because what they want is the TV show aspect. They want mm-hmm. that upset. Right. Give us the one. And you know, it'll it'll probably correct itself, but we want we want that March Madness feel. It's like, man, you you in in, in getting to March Madness, you took away one of the most special weeks of the year. Yep. And yep. That kind of sucks. Absolutely. That kind of sucks. Like, one of my – I've told the story. I don't care anything about Ohio State. Like, I like them because when I started watching college football, you all know my best friend is from Cleveland. He liked Ohio State. It's cool. One of my earliest college football memories is Desmond. Mm. On the front of Sports Illustrated in the polls. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. And – I knew that was against Ohio State. Like I knowing the history, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah, all of that stuff is gonna go away. It's gone. College football, the kick six, the yeah. all of those different yeah. things that have happened with Auburn and Alabama. Oh well, we'll see you next week. Uh, uh, Cam going into Alabama and going to the national championship off yeah. of that. Like all that's gone. And then, like to be honest with you, the greed of college football and the way things happen. Pac-12 is dead. Pac-12 is dead. I'm a West Coast kid. I love West Coast college sports. You know, I'm scouring the schedule earlier today, see what basketball games come on on the West Coast. I love that. And the Pac-12 was obviously the biggest thing the West Coast had. Pac-12 is dead. Yeah, that's crazy. They played their last regular season games over the weekend. Cal UCLA. Stanford, well, they played Notre Dame, but, you know, Cal, Cal and Stanford are state, but now they're going up against Duke and North Carolina. Stanford, USC, all this other stuff. It's dead. What? What? That is crazy. It feels like it's it's never going to be right for us. Maybe 
like my son's generation, he's 11 years old, maybe since they didn't experience that stuff like this, they'll be just fine with it. But college sports is, is in a worse place because of all this stuff that's going on, college football specifically is in a worse place. It's, it was, when you sit down here and think about it, it's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, I did. Where did uh, no, uh, Matt's message go? Uh, Matt says Urban Meyer owns Harbaugh, who owns Day. I was watching Urban Meyer on the the pregame show. His little smug ass. <laughs> they did such a great job on the show, and I thought the stuff with Woodson was phenomenal because they took Woodson right off the podium onto the field with yeah, the flag in his hand. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. But but they're talking to Urban about the you know the the. You know the pressures of a rivalry game and how different it is. Like, oh, I'm seven and zero against Michigan. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, jackass! Oh, I heard what he said. That jerk. He goes. I mean, yeah, I did go seven and zero against Michigan, so I wouldn't know, but I could imagine. And the, the, but, shut the hell up. And you know what that was too? I don't even think that was a shot at Michigan. That was a shot at Ryan Day. Mm. He was like, "Hey, just to remind you, uh, Coach, I'm, hey, the, I'm the big dog here." I forgot exactly how it went down. Would they ever bring him back? Uh, nah. Or, but Ohio State? Yeah. Nah. How did it go down when he left? It was the, the coach. So they framed it as he just left and wanted to spend time with his family for the 10th time, but immediately took like 10 jobs. Um, The coach, and I think the sexual assault. That's right. That's right. Although, well, he didn't go back to Louisville, but Patino's coaching again. Yeah, but Patino's just gross. I don't think he assaulted anyone. He didn't. He didn't assault he, anybody. He, 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 he did other things. He, but those, according to him, it lasted less than a twenty-second timeout. The way he tells the story, <laughs> under oath, <laughs> like broad. They didn't even ask you that. Why did you throw that detail in? Like no one asked. Well, it wasn't long. It didn't last Rick, long. I don't care. <laughs> sir, sir, we asked you about the national championship game. <laughs> Talking about banging your coach's wife, like leave it alone. But they also, I, I mean, and this isn't, it's not, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say it's not the same as sexual assault. But they also had things with like strippers and prostitutes and paying them for the recruits oh, at Louisville. It's college. Patino ain't the only he one. He got game was. But yeah. yeah real. It was accurate. <laughs> real. Brooklyn is definitely in the house. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Movie with my mom. I was like thirteen. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I was thirteen. That's not good. <laughs> and we'll then, then I was like, "Oh, this is crazy." Then every everything was calm up until that point. Well, actually, when he was in the car and he was like, and Hill Harper was telling him all. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. no, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute." <laughs> we'll come back. Um, all right, we've talked about it. Kings Warriors tomorrow night. Yes, told you how I felt. Kenny told you how he's felt. I forgot TC was on the line. Oh, so we're going to get TC. TC, hang tight right after the break, and then we want to hear how you feel about the Kings Warriors uh, tomorrow night. That's coming up next here on ESPN 1320. All right, let's get to our man TC. He's been waiting for about 49 minutes uh, to talk uh, and tell us why Kyle Shanahan should be fired if they lose to the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend. 916-909-1320. TC! What's up, baby? Yes, yes, sir. What's up with my two brothers? What up, TC? How you doing, big dog? Man, I'm just chilling, man. Coming off, you know, the Thanksgiving. How was y'all Thanksgiving? It was all good. D-Law, you eat some turkey? 
It was all good, man. I cooked all day. Everybody uh, was happy. It was a good day. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, it was a good day. Before we uh, jump in with the Kings and the Niners, hey, look, hey, Kenny, yeah. hey, the fr- that, black, that Black Friday, those games, as far as college and NBA, was fire. Am I the only one thinking that? No, nah, it was dope, man. I didn't, I didn't, and you talking about college and NBA. I missed the completely missed the NFL game, um, but the ninety-nine <laughs> yard hail mary interception return was something I'd never seen before. That was crazy. Yeah, that was that was crazy. And, and look, the Kings is back on track. Hey, tomorrow is a huge game. The boys got to pull that off against the Warriors, man. For real, man. We got to beat these dudes. I know yeah, it's, yeah. it ain't like it's. In, in, in my opinion, it's a must-win. And I, I can see everybody's opinion about, oh, man, you know, it's not a must-win game. It's, you know, at the end of the season playoffs. But this game particular to knock these dudes out the end of the in-game tournament, but also just beating the Warriors in general is massive. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, this is not like an overlooked game. As far as the Niners and the Eagles, we'll see how that game go. I guess it's going to be 70% rain. Mm-hmm. Brock, just hold on to the ball. If he can't hold on to the ball, it's going to be a long day. Uh well, hey, hey, TC, I got a question for you. Who would you, uh, if you could, if you could pick right now, who would you take, Brock or Josh Allen? I take Josh Allen. You must have heard me this morning when I called in the bond said when he was asking that question. Ninety-five-seven. I'm taking Josh Allen over Brock. Okay, you can't it. You know, look at the Appreciate you, TC. <laughs> TC was pissed off this morning because a lot of people said they'd take uh, Brock over Josh Allen. I don't think that's crazy. Josh Allen is – Josh Allen a really good quarterback. Who would you take? I would take Allen. Here's my question. Oh, no, answer Jesse's first, sorry. Based on, based on his career and seeing him doing it for a longer period of time, I go Josh Allen. I mean, this year, Brock Purdy's better than Josh Allen. That's fair. But he's only played one year, so that's like saying if why, I take a rookie over Josh Allen. Or something. Why don't people want to admit that jo- that Brock Purdy is good? Mm-hmm. Why is that so difficult? Well, we know why TC doesn't want to admit. But everybody else, I don't know. It's so conf- it's, it's one of the most confusing things in this year's football season is the refusal to admit that Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. Or, or like Brock's like Brock's good, but as far as like him and Josh, I think Josh is like But that's level. just a that but 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 just posing that question is a way to manufacture diminishing like Brock Purdy. Yeah, and I, well look Because and, if you say Brock Purdy over Josh Allen, oh, you don't know football. If you say Josh Allen, you're diminishing Brock Purdy when the way you laid this out is perfectly Josh Allen's having a terrible year. Not terrible. Josh Allen isn't having as good of a year. There's also something to be said for the fact that Josh Allen was supposed to be next, mm. right? They have had Josh Allen's MVP trophy ready for at least two years now. Mm-hmm. It's got his name engraved on it and everything. They've had to make new ones because he hasn't been able to pull it off. Yeah. And now, like, this season, I don't even think it's a conversation this year. I think Brock Purdy's been been much better, and I think Josh Allen is physically – uh, more talented. I I have always questioned his decision making, his accuracy, all this other stuff. Like, and those are the those are the strengths of Brock Purdy. And Brock can make a pass like he made on Thursday to Brandon Ayuk, which might have mm-hmm. been. I've said this about four or five times this year, the best pass of his career. Mm-hmm. But I've said that four or five times. Mm-hmm. Like he's got a n- numerous passes 
that have been phenomenal um, and since he's taken over. So, yeah, I don't know. Quarterbacks like Brock, they're going to get the raw end of the deal still right now because they're not these guys who are throwing 70 yards down the field. They're not what people have in their heads as quarterbacks still, like the Josh Allens, the Justin Herberts and stuff like that. Like Purdy mm-hmm. Purdy, Purdy does everything, but he doesn't have like that. Like he's not that prototypical, like, you know, that quarterback. I'm going to throw it, I'm going to air it out. Like he's not game manager, but he's efficient. Isn't this what Jalen went through last year? Yeah, it took a while for Jalen to get Like they wanted Jalen out of there so but like Philadelphia. The year before, yeah. Yeah, Jaylen, Philadelphia fans will like either. They'll they'll scrub that from their memory. They <laughs> right. didn't want Jalen Hurts as their quarterback. Right, right. They wanted Minshew. They wanted they want Minshew. They, they, yeah. them people are funny <laughs> over there. They want Minshew for for sure, for sure. MNFL people are funny too. <laughs> but. but they uh, but you, you bring up Allen and Herbert. Huh? How are they doing this year? Yeah, Herbert gets talked about like it's nobody's business, but he can, he can fire it down the field. Sixty yards on a rope, though. Yep. Allen Herbert and, and, and your boy who got hurt. Who's that? Joe Burrow. No, don't put Joe in the category. Yeah. Well, you tried to slip that in. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. yeah, no. Did, no, no. Whoa. I'm no, sorry, Joe, Joe Burrow was having a good season? <laughs> when his cat fueled up, yeah, they were starting to play well. <laughs> yeah. He's been to a Super Bowl at least in an AFC championship Joe, game. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow way better than both of them. Joe Burrow. Oh, I agree. Joe Burrow is but he still is, he was still he's he's more he's Brock Purdy. He's Brock Purdy cuz physically he doesn't, he doesn't match up with way. Josh and mm-hmm. uh and Herbert but he know how to play quarterback. And that's how I look at Brock Purdy. I think Joe Burrow is yeah, you see you saw it too Jesse. Yeah, that you was that was crazy. I don't think it was. You got to stop using this excuse for Justin <laughs> Herbert, too, Thomas coach. Like, Herbert, like, he's going down every game with three minutes left to play to try and win it, and he fails every single time. Like, nice. it's not just the coach anymore. Herbert, Josh Allen, those guys don't suck. Yeah, they, no, they're, they're not bad quarterbacks. Good. That's not what I'm saying. Just, like, y'all, again, those are two guys that are built up, built up, built up, built up, built up. Yeah. Yeah, they fall short of expectations. Like, yeah. and And now – Y'all hate Brock Purdy, which is just wild to me. It's crazy. Those guys are CM Punk. You know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's funny about that is like I could see you wanting to get the joke off. Like I've been like, I can see when you have a joke and you're ready to fire it. And I saw it. I didn't know what it would be, and I should have known it would be a way to get in another but, shot at CM. Justin Herbert, CM Punk. Just now, CM Punk. Brock Purdy is Seth Rollins. Mm. I don't hate the Seth comp, but Brock's way, CM Punk's way better than Josh Allen. Hmm. Who's a quarterback that CM Punk is Aaron Rodgers there? <laughs> Perfect. He's always an issue. He's always an issue. He's always talking. Might, might Everyone's kind of tuned him out at this point, but no one denies he's really good at what he does. Yeah, it could be it. That could be it. <laughs> now he's just jumping teams and yeah, that might be it. There, we did it. Very good. Very good. <laughs> CM Punk is Aaron Rodgers. And Draymond's the ultimate warrior. And Draymond Green is the ultimate warrior. <laughs> um, let's go back to TC talked about how big of a game it is tomorrow. You think you, you, big game? It's a big game tomorrow. Yes. Are you yes. – so I'm going to throw this question out to everybody more than just you. You can even respond in the chatty house uh, if you want. You can respond on social media. You can just nod your head in your car or at your office. Y'all anxious for this game tomorrow? It's Kings, Warriors. 
in-season tournament implications. Everybody's been excited about the in-season tournament. Everybody's loved the way that uh, it's come off. Obviously, part of Friday's win was the fact it was an in-season tournament game. Mm -hmm. It is funny watching guys. This is going to sound weird. It's funny watching guys in a 12-point game, 15-point game, 16-point game run plays like at the buzzer. Like they're running plays in the final seconds of the game. Both teams, because points are important. Yeah, strategy for offense and defense. Yeah, like it, <laughs> it, they, like it was very, very literally playing till the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're seeing that a lot. You're seeing that in virtually every tournament game that you're watching. So everyone is in on this. I think the conversation around the in-season tournament, tournament, tournament is going to change because fan bases are, are, are going to get their feelings hurt that their team's not winning. And they go, oh, who cares if Sacramento wins? Or who cares if the Pacers win? Or whatever, like they're going to start that conversation because they're bitter that their team isn't a part of it. So I think we'll start to see that shift a little bit. But it's been a 10 out of 10 for, you know, the the month of November. Uh, And now it just so happens as the NBA almost planned it this way, Mm. where the Kings and the Warriors will play (sighs) essentially – for a spot in the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And it and and it's it seems quite literally for a spot in the tournament because I think that wild card spot has been sewn up almost or, you know, basically by Phoenix. Because they're the number two team and they got like a, a plus fifty four or something like that. So it's it's literally and like you said, Minnesota's in there as well, but it's pretty much winner go home. For these two, national TV, mm-hmm. Kings Warriors, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm anxious. Like, I don't, I don't, when we talked about the possibility uh, last week, when I was like, this thing is going to come down to yep. Kings Warriors. Yep. And I didn't like it. And I still don't like it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it at all. And then you bring in the fact that, you know, this team, this Kings team, is really trying to. Um, stay clear of any situation where, you know, the Warriors are in their head or they don't feel like the Warriors, they can get past the Warriors or or beat them in a close game or anything like that. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So so they win tomorrow. It's like they got over a hump and we're taking like a deep sigh of relief. kind of feels like that. It kind of feels like that for me. I I think it's more – I think it's – you know what I think is in between those two things is like an exhale. All right. We got them. We got them in a meaningful game. And that's it. There's no getting over the hump because you don't get over the hump until you beat them in a seven-game series. Or you win a playoff series in which Golden State just isn't around. Right. That, that, the, 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 those can both be getting over the, the, the hump. But winning tomorrow is just – all right. Mm. Losing tomorrow sits. Yeah. It lingers. Yeah. Winning, winning is great, but it's over whenever the next game is. Well, and that so the thing about that as well though is like how you kind of answered it there. How long does it linger? I mean, mm-hmm. especially in a situation where you got a back to back. So yeah, right. You know, say you go out lose to the Warriors, lose that on the end season tournament, but you win the next two games against the Clippers and the Nuggets. Is it still lingering after that? I would probably say no because you're looking at it. You'd be eleven and seven at that point. It doesn't linger till March 
or April, whenever their next game is, because I think it's a ways away. Yeah. Okay, Jesus, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like, got all of the games over in the first half? Yeah, it's like late January. It's okay. it's rivalry oh, week, okay. like January oh, 28th right. or something that's like right. that. that's right, okay. Um, it comes back up then, though. Yeah, yeah. And then almost uh, – <laughs> so now we're getting deep into the weeds. Because say you lose tomorrow and then you come back and beat them in that final game. It's almost like, well, you beat them but three and one in the series. Like, well, no. One and three on the, no. on the season. Like, what's, what does that do? It's not doing So there's – no, I, 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 I give you one better. There's nothing in the January game that matters. Mm. It's a win, and you, you, don't, you don't turn your nose up at wins. Mm. But it's not an in-season tournament game. It's certainly it's not a spot in the in-season tournament. It's like, all right, they they won a game. The, they won a game. Polo in the chat brings up a good point, too. You don't want to be losing your um, season series with like a team like the Warriors already, like this yeah. early, too. Yeah, like, yeah. That stuff yeah. matters later on yeah. playoffs and all Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Real quick before, before we bring James mm-hmm. in. James, why did I say it like that? James Hammond. <laughs> Before we bring James, uh, national TV all week for the Kings. TNT and two NBA TV games. Oh, very nice. On Wednesday and Saturday. So. Okay. National TV all week long. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 